0: Want to be part of the Morning Blitz? Don't fight it. Tell me how you really feel. Send your thoughts to our text line at 785-899-2222.
1: Continuing on a Friday program, once again, get your thoughts and comments in on the text line, the number 785-899-2222, in every part of the morning blitz here on this January the 26th, expected to be a high of 48 today, currently cloudy and 31, still some black ice out there folks, some slick spots, listeners in Goodland know the spot I'm talking about, I had people text me about that yesterday, we know what spot you're talking about where it's slick, I said yes, <laughs> there's the spot right over there. Oh, South Arcade. Whoo, here's a slick spot. You just gotta be careful. Even if you're even if you're cautious, you gotta kinda wait and just ease it out of that spot before you really get going, or you'll be doing some fast and the furious moves. That's what'll be going on there.
0: <laughs> just wouldn't recommend them.
1: Yeah, I don't recommend those. Don't do that. Uh be don't, safe out. Be safe that. out there. Be safe out there. A uh, big Sunday up ahead for us in the NFL. Of course, we will decide who will go to the Super Bowl. And I, we decide that? Well, no, sorry, it, w- it will be decided. It will be decided <laughs> who it. will go to That'd the Super fun. Bowl. And I wasn't told you know, about that. <laughs> Christian's like Lions go to the Super Bowl. Here we go. <laughs> uh, if I get a pick, I mean, come on. I, uh, to me, I was you know I was riding into work today, and I just I continue. This is the sixth. Consecutive AFC Championship game for the Kansas City Chiefs, and if they find a way to win, they would be in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in the last, I think, five years. That is unbelievable when you think about it. That is a, I mean, it it, it is a true, it is a true dynasty. I think it's, I think we're in the midst of a dynasty right now. I don't, I know some people like, and some people like, well, is is this a dynasty or not? We're in the midst of a dynasty. I think, honestly, I think it almost cemented it with that win last week over Buffalo because they went on the road for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career and won, and this would just even add more cement on top of that if they go to Baltimore and win. Um, So you got Chiefs in Baltimore at 2 o'clock Central, one mountain, Detroit at San Francisco at uh, 5.30 Central, 4.30 mountain time. We'll have coverage on both 100 Point Through the Ride and AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. We'll have coverage of both games uh, due to contractual obligations, we'll have both games on both stations, uh, with coverage starting of the before the Chiefs game about an hour before because we will not be able to broadcast the Chiefs' radio network broadcast. It no, is not a possible. So it's uh, it's Westwood One's coverage, which they do a fantastic job, obviously. But uh, we'll start with the big game, Kansas City at Baltimore. I don't want to say it's a big game, but the first game, Kansas City at Baltimore. What to this? What in this game stands out to you, Christian? Is there anything that stands out to you that you're looking that you're looking to see? or look hoping to see uh, when it comes to deciding this football game
0: the deciding this football game is on the linebackers i think that's absolutely true everyone wants wants to make this a quarterback matchup as they should. That that's the the big ticket item is look. It's Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes, and hey, just like you tried to make it Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen's it, Josh Allen. It's not truly that. I mean that that's not how these games work. It's a team game, and it's the linebackers. It's all on the linebackers. You have maybe the best inside linebacker pairing in the league. In the Ravens, Baltimore has an incredible linebacker core. How well can you keep what the Chiefs have done so well this year out of rhythm? Because this year, more than any year, Mahomes and that offense have relied on the run game. On the intermediate passing game, the things that the linebackers defensively can control and if you can get them off your spots, if you can scramble, if you're Mahomes, make moves with his legs the way that he's done so well, I think that opens up a key facet of this ball game. On the other side, Lamar Jackson running the ball is a demon a hundred yards last week on the turf after not really rushing the ball in the same way he has most of his career. This year he's been more of a true pocket passer than years prior. But that doesn't matter. I think when the game is on when the season, I should say, is on the line, I think he's gonna trust his legs a little bit more. Can Willie Gay, a play in this game, be be the effective spy that the Chiefs need and keep him Inside, because the Ravens have done this boa constrictor-like thing where in most of the games that they play against good opponents, they just squeeze and squeeze, and it's a tight ball game, and they're running it well, and suddenly two and a half quarters in, you look up at the scoreboard, and you're down two scores, and you got no shot, and the Ravens have, have done this thing where they can crush you out of ball games, and I think that their linebacker core, if they can play up to their potential, can do just that against the Chiefs. Granted, like I said, the more, the balance that the Chiefs offense has had this year, while it's caused Chiefs fans some gray hairs and you know the the passing game's uh, drop-off has, has been a, a big part of that, a balanced offense that can run first with Pacheco and the way that he hates the turf, I think it allows you to stay in ball games against teams like Baltimore. So I'm expecting a close one, as is Vegas.
1: I think this matchup comes down to the Chiefs' ability to stop the run. I think that's what it comes down to. Because if Baltimore is able to run the football like they want to, or even close to like they want to, it's going to limit the amount of possessions that the Kansas City Chiefs get. That's the biggest thing when you're playing a guy like Patrick Mahomes. You don't want him to have the ball in his hand. So how do you go about limiting that? Well, you run the football. You melt the clock. You get first downs. You score. And then you give it back to it, and you let your number one scoring defense in the Ravens go out there and try and stop him if you can. But shortening the game, like you said, is key for Baltimore. Especially if Kansas City can continue with its big plays. Because that was the first time I felt like pretty much all season we saw the Chiefs offense look like the Chiefs offense of old. And if that's going to be the case this week, and I, I, I guess that's another thing I'm, I'm super intrigued of. Is that, was that a blip on the radar? Or was this something that's going to be coming around? Like they have found something and we're going to see them look like it this weekend against Baltimore. That's the biggest thing. My biggest thing is can the Chiefs defense which is fantastic it's the number 2nd ranked defense overall but they're 18th against the, against the rush. You know they're middle of the pack against the rush. The Ravens are the number 1 rushing offense. Can the Ravens run that football, keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline and at the same time put up points and find a way to to like you said shorten this game up limiting the amount of times that Mahomes has the ball. I think that's the way the Ravens win. And if you're the Chiefs it just comes down to can Mahomes, can you keep it close and can you get Mahomes the ball in the last possession and then hopefully either get a Butker field goal, which, by the way, matchup of great field goal kickers. Justin Tucker and Harrison Butker, this is a amazing field goal kicker game. Um, but to me, that's the matchup I want to see how it plays out because if the Chiefs, I'm not going to say that they, if the Chiefs somewhat struggle, somewhat struggle on st- you know stopping, I think that's bad news for Kansas City. They really got to go all in and force Lamar Jackson, I think, to beat them with his arm, which he can do, but it's it's not, it's not as good. He, they're the 21st-ranked pass offense or the Ravens in the NFL. So forcing him to throw the football will be key. If you cannot stop their run, that's going to be a big issue for the Chiefs. So that's the matchup I'm most intrigued of.
0: Not going to disagree with you on any point. I will say he's been an incredibly effective passer. The numbers are low because they simply haven't needed it. They haven't used it's uh, him in the passing game, especially as a true passer, because, hey, they're leaning on their run game. It's much more. It's the same reason Mahomes' numbers are actually a very different reason than Mahomes' numbers are down. But in the same way, this is an offense that relies On that run game, I've talked to a couple Chiefs fans that are looking to do the same thing, make him into a true pocket passer. If they do, I think that gives them the best shot. I wouldn't be surprised if they can still
1: lose to Lamar's arm. Chiefs are, uh, sorry, Baltimore three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Who you got, Chiefs-Baltimore?
0: I've got Baltimore winning three-and-a-half points, as you're well aware, is a difficult line. It gives you that field goal. I...
1: I don't like Baltimore minus three and a half. I'm I'm just going to flat out take Baltimore, period. Once again, I said nothing against the Chiefs. I don't. I want to see them have success. I think it'd be great if they make the Super Bowl. Once again, it's just been, is that offense going to show up and look like it did against Buffalo? Maybe it does. And if it does, great. But was it a blip on the radar? Maybe. We're going to find out against Baltimore. Historically, and I know that Chiefs
0: fans will love that I bring this up, there is championship pedigree on Andy Reid's sideline, Baltimore has almost the opposite. Yeah, that's
1: Multiple true. Multiple
0: times they've had incredibly talented teams in recent years, especially under Lamar Jackson, and actually not due to Lamar Jackson's play most of the time. Those teams have imploded a little bit. Can they flip the script, or does that kind of, you know, the old the old curse bite them back?
1: We'll find out. Once again, that game on a Sunday afternoon starting at uh, one, what is it? Two o'clock Central, one o'clock Mountain time, and then real quickly the NFC Championship game to follow. Detroit at San Francisco. I know you're you're heavily invested in the Lions. How much? How much? How much do you like their chances of making it to the Super Bowl? If you had to put a percentage on it,
0: ooh, percentage probably thirty five percent. Thirty five. Okay. I think it's better than people are giving them a chance. It's they're plus seven. I think seven point underdogs is a Big deal in a conference chip, and I think you need to give a little bit more respect to what they've done, particularly offensively as of late. But this game all comes down to the run game. All comes down to the run game. Detroit has motored their way through Montgomery, and as of late, Jameer Gibbs. It's It's been all on the turf, and the hard play action opens up incredibly big chunk plays and I'll give Jared Goff his flowers last couple of weeks in these playoff matchups as a true passer when the run has been shut down he's been just as good however you're playing one of the better defenses in the league in San Fran and they're I don't know the thing is Detroit's run defense is just as important by far by a long shot, the best running back in the league is in the backfield across from you. And the one thing that the Lions haven't done defensively, because they've done a lot poorly, they have next to zero pass rush outside of... A- if they if you delete Aiden Hutchinson off this team, you have negative pass rush. They also have one of the worst playoff secondaries I've ever seen. But the one thing they can do is stop the run. They have yet to allow a single back this year to have 70 or more rushing yards against them. And you've got a guy in Christian McCaffrey who does that in his sleep. Can you make Brock Purdy into a true passer? Can you make Jared Goff into a true passer and see who wins?
1: You love Brock Purdy. You're a big Brock Purdy guy. I do. <laughs> so yeah. so this ought to be interesting for you to watch. This is the to me this game comes down to First and foremost, can Debo Samuel stay healthy? Because if Debo yeah, gets oh, out there huge. and gets hurt, that's a humongous thing. Because the Lions are completely different without Debo Samuel. Now he was practicing last week, Niners. or sorry, this week. Excuse me. If he if he gets if Debo Samuel gets hurt, it's a completely different deal for the Niners. A completely different deal. So if Debo's on the field, I like San Francisco a little bit more. If he's not on the field, if he can't stay out there and stay healthy, then my then it sli- it flips to the Detroit. And I know you can't put it all in on one player, but The San Francisco 49ers just look different without him on the field. They just do not look the same. And the Lions, I think, are going to do what the Lions do. The question, which is run the football, play action, and and find Amon Ross St. Brown and and Matt Laporta and stuff like that on the crossing routes and stuff and and get their plays. But there's just something about if Devo Samuel's healthy and San Francisco at home and after what happened last year. Everybody remember what happened in in the NFC title game last year? Remember how sad that was where the fact that they, ha- they didn't have a quarterback. Brock, they had to put Purdy out there and pretty much just hand the ball off because he couldn't throw it because mm-hmm. he had torn up they his had, elbow. They
0: had Christian McCaffrey making jump passes. He tore his UCL. And then like a quarter later, uh, Josh Jackson. Not Josh, Josh Jackson. Josh Jones. Josh, Josh uh, Johnson.
1: Josh Johnson. There came we go, in yeah. there,
0: and uh, he was the last quarterback left on their roster, and he ended up getting carted off. Yeah. There was nothing left. Brock physically was unable to throw the ball, which without a UCL, of course, you're not
1: going to be able to do. But that's, that's my point. I mean, yeah. So It's, it's brutal ending. It, my point being is that if I feel like there's something about, you know, they remember that and they're going to take that into this game. But if Debo Samuel is unable to go, I did. Do, do, Detroit might be making themselves a magical postseason run. And then shout out to our good friend Nick Athan, who did predict Chiefs-Lions in the Super Bowl. So he's one step away from that happening. So we'll see and if it I goes down. And I laughed at him. Yep. We'll see. If not, we might see a rematch of the Harbowl between the Niners and the Ravens from a few years back in in, uh, in New Orleans. New Orleans. So, well, I know. Very, very interesting. I, I'm i taking the Niners. Are you take Are you taking the Niners, too, or are you taking the Lions? I'm
0: taking the Lions yeah, because why I have not? to. That's I'm right, not going to yeah. say I'm not worried, but... I think it should actually be a far better game than the seven now and a half. It just oh, changed to seven would and, say, and a half. I would say
1: is. it is better than seven and a half. I feel pretty confident in that. It's closer game than that. All right, let's get to our final break. Come back, some thoughts on NFL head coaching positions that have been filled and who is still out there in the NFL coaching realm. That's next in the Morning Blitz.